Thank you for coming back to the Everybody Mad Podcast. This is the Everybody Mad chat room. As always, if you got questions, comments, topics, email everybodymadpod at gmail.com. Follow on IG, Everybody Mad Pod. Listen, like, subscribe on podcast platforms. Everybody Mad. It's your boy Rel, I'm back. And it's a special edition, a Valentine's Day special. It's recorded on Valentine's Day, it's gonna drop on Valentine's Day. And originally this was just gonna be a trailer on some fuck Valentine's Day shit. <laughs> Listen to everybody mad's podcast. <laughs> That's really where I was gonna go with it at first. And then I just happened to open up my phone just to check all the podcast notes and shit. Cause uh you know, gotta try to be organized a little bit and shit. And I was like, oh wait, I could drop some of these responses in this episode. So, as I said, special, everybody mad, Valentine's Day edition episode. Um, We're gonna answer some questions today. And they're dating questions. How ironic. That's what we're going to get into. And uh, I didn't put these in no particular order, but interestingly enough, when I was just going through the screenshots and everything, um, they seem to like work out. So let's get right into it. What are the different reasons why men date? Well, I think it's the same reasons women date, to be honest. Like sometimes it's, marriage sometimes it's a long-term committed relationship sometimes it's just casual just to date like sometimes niggas just want to date sometimes just to fuck like that's real too um and, and like i said i don't think it really differs from women um i think if you know if we really started talking to each other a little bit more, we would realize, like, some of that shit add up real quick to the same, like, it's equal. And, like, this actually is a real question I always have. Why do people who are dating the opposite sex go to the same sex for relationship advice? I really wonder this shit. Because to me, it's like, okay, you go to your homeboy or homegirl for relationship advice when they're not even the other sex. 
I mean, you you could potentially, but it's that to me that's odd. Like if I need relationship advice, I I, I go to my homegirls. That that's where I'm going. Just cause like I feel like if I'm if I'm trying to figure out the psyche of a woman, <laughs> a nigga go sure go holler at a woman. <laughs> Maybe I just think different. Whatever. Fuck it. Alright, let's keep it pushing. So, next question is, is it necessary to discuss dating intentions early on? I say yes. And I say yes because going back to the different reasons why people date, you want to figure that shit out early in my head. Because you you don't want to look back on it and be like, alright, I wasted my time. You, you could have asked like, hey, yo, so what, what, what are you what are you looking for? What are you doing? How like, you know, what's dating for you right now? Like, are you looking for it to go somewhere? And people like t- don't take that as like someone being thirsty. Uh, guys, don't think it is like a woman's immediately trying to jump into a relationship. As I said, like. I think if we started like having conversations a little bit more with each other, we should that would add up quick. So, ask the questions. Like, figure that shit out. If you looking for, to get married in the next year, I walk up to you like, "Hey, what up? How you doing? What you looking for?" You like, "I'm trying to get married next year." I'm like, "No, bye." That's too quick for me. Um, but. Homeboy to the right might be like, oh, I'm like that. What's up? How you doing? So, I mean, that's not really going to happen. But you get the point. Like, talk about it. Uh, Have some conversations about this type of shit so that we both on the same page. Everybody on the same page. And then, hold on. Let me actually, like... Let's let's fast forward a little bit because if if if, it, if that shit work out, keep talking about those intentions. Keep talking about what they are as they progress along with the relationship because they will, and you should be assessing it. So have the conversation early on. Have the conversation like shortly thereafter. And then, at some point, create intervals to keep having this conversation. <clears throat> so, that's just what it is. Or not. So, this is an interesting question. Why do men go on dating apps with the intention of not dating? So, I think, one, going back to different reasons as to why men date... Dating is subjective. And what we get with that is... Is that people come to the table with different objectives when it comes to dating. So... I've never realistically uh, dated on a dating app. Um, But I can't imagine it's anything different than meeting people in general. Maybe just a little bit, a little bit more access. 
But uh, I don't, I, you know, I don't really know how to solve that particular problem of meeting people that you may feel uh, are on, you know, dating with no intentions of dating. Because, you know, being on a dating app is essentially in the process of dating, I would say, or actively tempting to date. You know, just meet more people. That's what that comes down to. Why do men go on dating apps when they don't know what they want? Hmm. I think this goes back to the health question. Comes down to who you're meeting. And, you know, there's no prototype for a nigga that knows what he wants. Uh, that goes on a dating app to intentionally date. You know, you might meet a nigga at different stages in their lives. When they first got on the dating app, they could have been like, yes. I'm, I'm, I'm ready to get out there and date and be in a relationship. Real talk, that was me after college. Where it's like, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm a graduate now. I'm trying to get a job. I should date. Like, Black man professional and shit. With a woman on the side. Black woman. Uh, shout out to Keith who's always uh, promoting. Uh, the saying is always marry a black woman. I fucks with it. Uh, but yeah, you might be a nigga at different stages of life. And um, first, you know, out there like, yeah, I really want to date. And then maybe not. Maybe, you know, they got some shit they, they going through and some women they done fucked with that done did a number on them and they in a space, they try to figure out themselves. Again, I think if we start talking more to each other, we realize we all in some of these similar same spaces with each other and uh, appreciate each other a little bit more and be a little bit more upfront with one another and uh, Quit the bullshit sometimes. Alright, keep on going. What we got next? Why do men lose momentum they had post getting their woman crush everything? Whew. Well, I think this is this this happens to just be a a symptom of long-term relationships. Simple as that. It's a symptom of long-term relationships. Uh, life becomes routine and comfortable. And see, like I think I think I re I had this conversation recently. Uh, Sometimes I feel like we have a problem with being comfortable. And it's like, why? Because it's okay to slow down sometimes and, and just be in the space you're in and vibe out in that space. Like I, I get 
that at least for where we're at, my generation, our generation. Uh, we have this, this, this feeling of grind and need to be out here making it. And I'm with y'all. I'm there. I, I get it. I respect it. I'm a part of it. But that doesn't have to be every aspect of our lives to where it's like everything has to be a constant level up. Take it a step further. Keep going, keep going, keep going, keep going, keep going. And when we put it in terms of relationships, when you go through the whole process of dating and you're with someone and y'all are riding I, I, I don't when you break it all down to in terms of what you would what I, I would at least classify you know a, a, a solid relationship a solid long term relationship with, to be you know y'all hold each other down y'all y'all have an idea and comfort of being around one another, uh, spending time, doing things together, support, familiarity, ease, relax, vulnerable is a good word. To me, then there's no constant need to always be having to take it a step further. That doesn't mean to completely, you know, not show up. That doesn't mean to, you know, not do anything. But it doesn't have to be a a full-on every single day, every single week, every single month. It, it Find some balance. Have some more conversations. Maybe intentions have changed. Again, you might meet a nigga at a different, you know, point. And then they grow. And things, you know, just... They, they, they elevate. They change a little bit. They may, you know, have different outlooks on life. And, you know, you might have a conversation and realize, hmm, you don't want that shit. That's cool, too. But uh, have that conversation. Make sure that, that that's the case, you know, that the intentions haven't, you know, changed, that they haven't grown, they haven't elevated. Uh, maybe something on your part changed. Maybe your intentions, you know, are no longer there. Um, ask them. Why is that the case? You might find an answer in that. Uh, so... I said I was going to include a story time on this. So I think this is a nice little moment to share story time and 
I said I was going to share about my first cruise because it was amazing. And I was talking about it recently with my cousins. Um, but the, the magic of my first cruise was uh, I was able to take it with four of my uh, closest people to me. Uh, well, I said, yeah, four of my closest people to me. My grandmother took all four of her grandchildren, and I'm five. So yeah, four of her close people to me. And uh, the beauty of this cruise. So I'm like 15. And I helped plan this cruise. Uh, we went on a Carnival Destiny. It was a seven, seven day, seven night cruise. Uh, Caribbean. We we left out of New York, flew into San Juan. We get into San Juan and we're at the port. This is the first time I've ever left the country. Well, not the country. Well, I will be leaving the country. Um, essentially, but first time I've flown as well. So let's put all that context in there. And uh, we get to the port and we're online and 15 year old Rel sees this brown skinned woman, what I thought was a woman, girl, somewhere in the little Zigzag lines. And so, you know, I'm there with my family, so I can't just walk over. Like, hey, what's your name? Um, that's never really been me in the first place. So, for the, the next hour or two that we're on this line, I don't know if it was that long, but it was a while because we I flirted the entire fucking time. Like, I fucking flirted. Y'all know what I'm talking about. That that catch eyes, look each other up and down type shit. We did it the entire time we were online. And that set the tone because 15-year-old horny little Rel was like, mm, there's potential. So fast forward, we're on the boat. It's the first night. We go through the mustard drill station shit. I'm like, okay. I know how to swim at the end of the day. So, that was always in the back of my mind. Nigga know how to swim. So, we just get through the mustard shit. It's my first time on the boat. Hanging out with my cousins. Uh, we meet some other kids our age. Some other teenagers. Um... Still keep in touch with some of these motherfuckers too. It's beauty. Life. And uh, it's the first night. And we're at the kickoff party. Like I said, we meet some other teens our age. And you know, we're in the, the little club. Bopping and shit. Guess who I see? Brown skinned girl. <laughs> and so she's there with what I later find out is her family. And I think her cousin or brother, somebody in her clan. 
uh, said something to me about she wanted to talk to me or whatever. So I'm like, this is my end. So I'm like, yes, let's talk. So we're talking. And we're like, all right, let's walk around and talk. That seemed cool on this cruise ship. Perfect mood and shit. It's like Titanic. <laughs> oh shit, that's funny to me because that's so fucking corny. Oh, so we walking around talking, you know, getting to know each other. And I, this is legitimate, had to go take a piss. And it's my first time on a cruise ship. So to me, my bathroom is in my room. Or the bathroom is in the room. So I'm going to go back to my bathroom. I got to go take this. So it's like, I got a cool commotion. All right, so go to the room, take a piss. She's out in the balcony. Shout outs, we had a balcony. So I go out on the balcony. Uh, we had, this was about maybe 10, 11 o'clock because we had just, you know, left San Juan. So you could see San Juan in the distance, the lights and shit, the shoreline. So we sat there for a while, talking. And then, next thing I we're kissing. And then she's riding me on top of the lawn chair. And I'm like, oh, this is what the cruise is going to be. And I will say we spent the next, not me and this particular woman, but just me and the cousins, brother. Uh, enjoying ourselves, it was a fun trip. I had an amazing time. I don't know about them niggas, but I had an amazing time. I we we went to St. Thomas. We went to Dominica. That is a beautiful fucking island. Oh man, I want to go back. We went to Aruba. And I'm missing something in there, I feel like. Barbados. Shout out to Bridgetown. Um and yeah, I just, I had the time of my life. And I think I would credit that trip for giving me the eye-opening experience at a young age to see more of the world and what was out there uh, to be out in the world and then have the opportunity to meet people. And I did. Uh, I met Shorty the first night. Uh, I met some other people. I ain't gonna drop no names. I'm still friends with, like I said, with a few people. I'm Facebook, Facebook friends with others. Someone who is married now. I think one may have a child. Funny, interesting thing about maybe 
or six years ago. I ran into one at a spell house homecoming, sitting on the yard, literally sitting right next to this chick. <laughs> I'm gonna tell you about that story. <laughs> oh, oh. Okay, so real quick. So, on the, like, on like something, we sitting on like, we just like sitting outside chilling. And I'm, I look to my left and I see this girl. I'm like, hey, you look really familiar. And I don't know where I know you from. And she's like, yeah, I don't know neither. And because it's homecoming, we just been out here for a while. So we all just chilling. And sure enough, we, we, we put the pieces together and we met on that cruise. And this was, this was a girl, I, I remember, I actually thought this, this girl was cute. Like, cute, light skin. Like, what we would say is, well, yellow, light skin, light skin, light skin, light skin. And yeah, so interesting enough, you know, um, Ran into Shorty. That was very interesting. So that was story time. I'ma close out. I said I wasn't gonna have this as a as a long episode as of the Valentine's Day special. Uh, as I said, it was supposed to be fuck Valentine's Day and just tell y'all to listen everybody mad. Um, but no, no, in all seriousness, check out the last few episodes. Some shits have come together. Shout outs to. Jocelyn for uh, her guest appearance on Our Gender Roles Realistic. Shout out to the fellas for Why Women Want to Be Property. Uh, I got some other shit coming your way soon enough. Uh, I have in the pipeline a conversation With a single mother, I have a, I have a group chat <laughs> with some single black females <laughs> or women. Sorry. <laughs> oh, so I'm gonna leave it there. I'm gonna, I'm gonna drop that and leave that there. Um, keep fucking with me. I got more coming for y'all. Uh, as always. This is Everybody Mad at the Podcast. Email everybodymadpod at gmail.com. Follow on IG, everybodymadpod. Listen, like, subscribe on podcast platforms. Everybody Mad. Thank y'all. Happy Valentine's Day to all the... To live for something. Trojan, as always... Wrap it up. But for those who's gonna be getting it in tonight, the quote, the live for something. Make sure you start off with that sloppy toppy. We out. I promise you, we as a people will get there.